Seth, can you can you give me a close up on your shirt real quick? Uh, I wore it. I I realized I wasn't. You had even... to. Yeah, yeah. Get get up here. Let's uh, see that yeah, shirt. Me, like, this is the only dad shirt Dude. I had. Dad bod. Dad Speaking bod. Of, uh, <laughs> That's a great shirt. Someone gave it to me up when I <laughs> when we found out we were pregnant with Kellen. There was a work party, and they someone showed up to the work party with this shirt. That's and good. Never it's like a it. Run DMC style <laughs> dad bot shirt. <laughs> Welcome back to Rad Dads, a dad podcast, where I, Micah Sherman, interview some of the coolest dads that I know who have a big love for their families and an even bigger love for Jesus. Uh, New episodes drop uh, not once, but twice a month. Uh, So subscribe on YouTube at Rad Dads, that's R-A-D-D-A-D with a Z on the end, on YouTube and of course, um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, so, hey, it's time to introduce our rad dad of the day. So let's go to the scouting report. Um, currently, it looks like he is uh, about to take off into a space shuttle. Um, so we'll figure out where he's at. Uh, so our rad dad, he graduated from California Baptist University, CBU, Go Lancers, uh, where he played volleyball as a freak ambidextrous athlete outside hitter for men's volleyball. He was a part of the 2010-2011 back-to-back national championship team for men's volleyball, uh, including wins against UCI, UCLA, USC, Long Beach State. This is fun, just to like ramp you up. Uh, And was actually the kill leader um, in 2012, 329 kills that year. Uh, He currently is a business analyst, uh, but also worked as a legal, legal analyst and research analyst. Um, a lot of analyzing. Um, <laughs> him and his family have lived in three different states in the last six years and are presently in the lovely state of Idaho. Meridian, correct? Meridian, Idaho. Meridian, Idaho. Meridian, Idaho. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's welcome to the show the one, the only, Aaron MacDaddy McCalmont. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. Thanks for being available. So anyways, uh, Aaron, um, I got to reach out to some of your family um, to tell and ask them what they love most about you. So starting with your sister, Kim, she said, you are a complex guy, a charmer, silly, fun, easygoing, um, but also uh, a little crazy and ornery sometimes. Um, Your wife agreed with that. And my favorite thing about him is how fun he can be. Um, uh, Kim's husband Ty when asked what is his favorite thing about you he said um, his sister that's all he said and then uh, uh, Weston to so their kids said their favorite thing about uncle is that he plays music really loud and has dance parties and uh, Audrey said that he's silly too and then also your kids said the favorite thing about you is that you are very silly and last but not least your wife said what I love most about Aaron is how he is always his authentic genuine self invites you to be your most honest and genuine self too. And at times this means he is a walking dance party, yet you can also share your heart with him as he cherishes it. So Aaron, tell us about who Aaron McCalmont is at home. Wow. Uh, sounds like I'm a, uh, a silly guy. Uh, He's a silly guy. That, that was really, really cool to hear. And uh, I've, I've been a, advent follower of your rad dad's podcast from day one and you've always so been a that. rad dad but now it's official <clears throat> yeah it's exciting to i remember you and i talking about this idea this concept months before you actually did your first interview and here we are second here season are. into your podcast and doing it together so yeah that's exciting right. um that's that's it was cool to hear uh, the people you reached out to and um yeah, so my family, uh, a little bit about me. I, My wife and I, Lauren, uh, have been married for eight years. We actually just celebrated eight years like about two weeks ago on October 9th. Congratulations. It has been, thank you. It's been amazing. It's been a dense eight years, a lot we've gone through. Um, 
but I, I got to say marriage has definitely been sweeter now uh, on the parenting side of, of marriage. Um, just having that common mission and goal has been awesome. And um, yeah, I think just being able to to share that and intentionally um, kind of help each other through that that new stage, it's just been been very cool. And, and then also with that, for Lauren and I, um, we we made it a point early on in our marriage to to make a pact, uh, knowing whether we saw it or heard about it. When when you have kids, it could just eat, your marriage could go by the wayside, right? You just put it sure, on the back sure. burner. And so that's been really cool to just be intentional and, and share that that mission as well to to keep our marriage um, at the forefront and. Uh, so yeah, so Lauren and I have been married for eight years. She is just man. God bless me with her. She's a twelve out of ten. Inside beauty is just Amen. as great, beautiful as her outside. I yeah, batting above my average there with her. But uh, and she just continues to just amaze me with um, just her growth and uh, just spiritually. It's it's been amazing to see her um, grow throughout. I think we've been together ten years now, but eight years married. So. Awesome. Besides that, I uh, have two little ones. Kellen, he is about to be four in December. So he's two more months. Yep, he'll be four. And he is just, he's Lauren to a T. He looks like her, brown right. hair, brown eyes, just like looks wise. He just looks like a boy version of Lauren. And weirdly, like he, he acts like her, or like has a lot of personality traits really? of her huh. as well. More like very kind and sweet and gentle in a lot of sense, but uh, is very like Lauren was never adventurous. Like when she was a kid, she didn't really like getting on a, a ATV or like she was just kind of okay to have both feet on the ground. Sure. Kellen's the same way. He's, he's a little bit more, um, more cautious. Yeah. More cautious. And it's just funny to see some personality traits come through. Um, and then Kitra, our daughter, she's two and a half. And I don't know where this girl came from. She has blue, blue <laughs> eyes, blonde hair, Lauren has brown hair, brown eyes. I have reddish hair, green eyes. So she came out of left field with her looks. Um, she, there's some similarities, of course. And yeah, uh, there's some recessive genes down there that my mom has blue eyes and blonde hair. So maybe I think she... we both have that in common. That our daughters look like our, uh, well, my daughter looks like my mother-in-law. And then yours looks mm. like your mom, the blonde and the yeah, blue eyes. Yeah. It's true. And I, I feel like, Kitra and Logan look more like siblings than Kitra and Kellen. It's, it's pretty yeah, funny. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Kitra, she's and how Kellen kind of got some of Lauren's personality traits. I think Kitra is definitely getting blooming into her personality. And I'm seeing a lot of what I had. She's a jokester, especially hearing what people said about me within mm -hmm. my family. Um, she's quite the little comedian. She loves to crack a joke and whether anyone thinks it's funny or not, she's going to laugh about it. She's confident. That's, that's dad. Yeah. I, yeah. That <laughs> is dad right there. Dance floors in the future. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, she, yeah, she's definitely, she's a leader. I could see that, uh, not to say that's a trait of mine per se, but I could see she's definitely has that confidence and, sure. um, yeah, there's some stubbornness in her. I know Kim, my sister said I was on and, and yeah, and there's definitely well, the Lord is working in me for sure, but uh, there's some. He stuff provided the perfect wife for you. It's something to be said when your best friend knows, like that's the perfect person for him. That they <laughs> they elevate your gifts and and yeah. what everybody loves about you, but they also know when to like put you in your place. And you know, I think that both of our wives do that, so that's a good thing. Absolutely, yeah. It, that is one of the biggest blessings of our wives knowing when to tone down our, yep. <laughs> our crazy. Yeah. So Kitra, yeah, she definitely has some stubbornness to her, but I think just knowing that and kind of helping her in that way, um, I'm excited yeah. to kind of work through that, but she's also a such a, like a soft little girl, you know, it's so yeah. sweet to see that soft, gentle side of her as well. So that's the family, cool. two kiddos. Um, yeah, we're loving life. A little hectic. They're 14 months apart, but yeah, we're loving That's it. That's so. fun. They'll be thick as thieves as they grow up if they're not already. Probably not right yeah. now. I don't know. Are they? No, that's definitely 
no yeah they they're they're bond for each other is really cool cool so tell us about some of the highs and lows um just of where you're at parenting right now with those two and being close at a young age what are kind of some of the highs and lows that come to your mind right now that you and Aaron are uh, you and uh, Lauren are going through yeah so I, I know I said I didn't catch the thickest thieves thing, but I, I would definitely say that's a high right now. Just they're at that stage where they're both fully like blooming in their personality. They they're chatty. They're you know they're just they're in that toddler stage where it's mm-hmm. not like brother who's four has a sister who's one, and they just can't really communicate or build that as close of bond. So that's been really cool to see, and that's was our our hope and prayer. Like as we had them so close together. Right. It was kind of a shock. We didn't know how close they were going to be, but here we are 14 months apart. And, right. and now we're seeing that, that hard work up front with having them 14 months apart, seeing them now just have this bond for each other, this love for each other. It's really cool. And uh, just today, like they were playing in the living room, building a fort together. And part of the fort was putting a pillow between the couch and Ottoman. And one of them <laughs> fell through and they would just giggle. And then, they end up like uh, rolling on the floor and like, they're like, yeah, take a picture. Like as they're like hugging just each other. Just had a blast. It, yeah. Yeah. Like little things like that. And they just started uh, this preschool and, and Kitcher only goes one day a week. She goes on Friday and this past Friday, the teacher said, or a few teachers have said like, it's so sweet to see their love for each other like cool. on the playground when, when they realize they're both out there and like, they, right. They meet eyes. They just run to each other and just like check in on each other and like, little things That's like cool. that. Like I'm hoping that continues to, right. to uh, grow and well into their years. So, right. yeah. And so uh, probably one other high, we hit some good milestones the past six months. Oh, they're cool. potty trained fully. Now they, That's big. yeah, they're both in out of their crib, which I think it, it's been good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's always challenging right. first. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so they're both in their big kid bed now, uh, which is and been... you're saving some money at Costco now, not having to pay for all those diapers. Right. I can't wait yeah, to be that there. Is, that <laughs> someday. is someday. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a milestone uh, that should be celebrated. So that's another high right now. Um, cool. Some did you ask what lows were as well? Yeah, any lows, anything that's just been uh, you kind of feel like you're in the thick of it in, in any way. Yeah, lows. I feel like lows kind of play off some of. Well, one of the low I could think of right now is um, when I was bringing up school. So Kellen, he's going to school now three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the guy just doesn't isn't liking school that much, and have, we're having to work through some obedience issues where we get reports back from the teachers where they're like, yeah, he wasn't really listening. He's not really um, doing the project and things like that. So. It's good to hear sure. that because then, like, okay, we need to hone in on some of these things. Right. Through them, but, um, but yeah, just this last week we got some good reports, so it, it seems like it's that low is slowly transitioning to a high. But nice, Ellen, just yeah, kind of getting him used to the flow of school and others outside the home, kind of providing some direction to him. I think it's it's been good, cool. but it's yeah, something we're working through, and then the whole crib thing, I feel like we have taken the approach where we're very ritualistic or we've tried to stay in routines with our kids. Mm-hmm. I know some parents have like, Oh yeah, that's not how we do it. And so we've, we've been very routine. Like we're nice. They sleep in their own bed. Like, you know, like it's very yeah rigid in some sense of, um, of their habits that we've helped create. So yep. the downside of that though, whenever we've traveled with them, it's just, chaos sure. like they can't sleep outside of their environment they turns out you that's... can't bring your crib with you on the plane or in the car <laughs> pack <laughs> and play but <laughs> yeah pack and plays they just jump out of it and it's just yeah and then naps just go out the window and i'm sure that's probably a low with many whether you have routines or not but we've tried to avoid travel right now um yeah until now they're that they're out of the cribs maybe that's something we're looking forward to testing out again yeah. but yeah, so I'd say those are the things that come to mind, highs and lows cool. right now. Uh, all right, so moving on. So you are officially the uh, work-from-home dad. 
Mm. And there's a lot of dads nowadays, especially with our technology that work from home. So, uh, so just kind of getting your experience on that. I believe you and your wife work from home, right? Yep. We both do. So mm -hmm. even, even better. Uh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of dads and parents that are working from home right now. So, um, mm -hmm. as a remote working dad, um, how has that been working from home each day with your kids, uh, around at the same time? I know that they, they go to daycare sometimes. Um, but mm -hmm. how has that been? Um, let's start with that. Yeah. Um, so working from home obviously has a lot of great things. Like it's, but with anything, there's pros and cons, I'd say. Um, but so I'd say how it's, it's been with kids, each stage has looked a little different. Like I, I started working remote pretty much around the time COVID hit and everyone went remote pretty much. And, and then just never went back to the office after that. So when COVID hit, Kellen was three months old or when things uh -huh. got locked down or whatever, Kellen was three months old. So it was, it was awesome. Like be, I was no longer commuting into like an hour there and back, you know, like having that time with like my newborn, it was so cool. And, um, but as the stages have progressed, now we have two and now they're both like active and yeah, you know, uh, so it's a little different. I can't just put Kellen in a, in a little pack and play or a little rocker right. when he's three months old and, and get my work done. Right. Um, so, setting up boundaries has been now has been a little challenging in, in this sense. And actually I finally getting to what right, the space shuttle. This, this is, this yeah, is my office. Actually. I, where are you right now? I am in the garage. So the garage, we, yeah. our garage, it's a two car garage. And like at the back of back left of the garage, there's this little workshop and then our utilities are back here. And the kids and I, couldn't just, you couldn't just put the kids back here. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, they they try actually. Uh, so <laughs> that was yeah, probably a garage... better dad decision. So good job. <laughs> they uh, so my my office is in the garage. I've converted up this garage workshop into my office and a little standing desk, and uh, so. Um, but all that to say, I feel like working with them at home, it's it definitely has some challenges. But having going back to your point, like, like these are the golden years, like we're probably going to look back on. Uh, and I know there's going to be 30 more years or however many more years I'm, I'm employed or working like sure. that. I'm going to have quiet, a quiet home. So I haven't done the best job per se at, at saying this is dad's office, like stay out of the ground, you know, like putting those hard boundaries in place. Mm -hmm. Like if I look around, like Kellen's, trucks are all around like he real life here throughout the day and <laughs> and play with his trucks and uh they know that like if dad's on a call I, I, i'd say any remote dad listening and you probably already have this but right definitely one of these especially with one of the flips where like i can yeah. say Kellen, i'm gonna call like you know mute it or something sure the kids kids uh or the kids know so they like, know that right yeah they know or like another thing is like i'll tell lauren like hey i i have a, a big call coming up do you mind like making sure, sure the kids don't run out to the the garage? But for the most part, I it's just kind of white noise with them yeah. playing about like bring me like pretend food as I'm like yeah drafting an email or hmm. you know I I try to I want them to know like I value them and like right. I don't want to put much over them right and they're seeing me I think a struggle with working from home is your kids are constantly seeing you look at the computer or, like, sure eat. sure yeah so. And, and I, I feel like I knew, I knew you were going to put a, the title of this was going to be remote dad. And so one of the things that came to mind as I was thinking through, like, what, what questions will he ask me? One thing that came to mind uh, was something Josh Buckley said a long time ago. And I know Josh Buckley is a, another rad dad you've interviewed. Yep. I don't know when. Yep. yep. Away back, from but, New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, he said something that stuck with me and it, it was like, at least, uh, I don't know, eight years ago. I don't huh. And I think so that he I, said, if I remember right, Josh came in and said, Hey dad, it's five o'clock. Cause he had told uh, him at five o'clock dad's done. And so he came to, cause he had obviously talked to Josh about that. And so Josh, uh, like, you know, he oh clearly God. communicated that Josh held him accountable. And in that moment, his dad could say, Oh, you know, just a couple more minutes. I need to finish this up. <laughs> or what he ended up doing was saying, Hey, you know what? I I'm done. 
I made a commitment to my family that I'm done at five every day. And I, like you said, he remembers that to this day. So I feel like it's that balance of, yeah, you got to get this work done, but you've also given this certain amount of time to your family that, Hey, from here on out, dad's off work and I'm hundred percent dad. Yeah. Which is a yeah. great story. Great reminder for that's, us. I'm glad you clarified some, some details there. Cause that's even better now to like, think about, okay. And I may actually talk about that boundary Lauren and I have set. Um, but yeah, it's, so going back to like, I, I want them to know like dad, like dad cares about you. Like the, my yep. job is one thing, right. And that is obviously it's important, but, uh, I never want them to think I'm putting my work above them. And yeah. So cool. And, and then you that... said like communicating with Lauren, right? Cause I mean, she's working too. So how's that looked like getting both yeah. of your time? That is probably the biggest, uh, one of the biggest things I've kind of fell forward in like communicating, obviously communication in marriage is always, it's always something you need to work through and work on and grow in. And, um, but especially in, as like with working from home, like being out here, it's not like out of mind, out of sight, I'm out of office. So if I'm not communicating to her, like, Hey, I have a big meeting or I have a big week, like then she's like blindsided when I'm sure. thinking I might be stepping in. Like I usually do to the house, like, Hey, checking in or, Right. Um, so that's been a big thing. I think for us, as we've, we've learned and, um, worked through is like, just communicate whenever those, those big days or big weeks are coming up. Um, we tend to open up our calendars together, like our work calendars. And that's a great uh, practice. Least, yeah. Um, that's been, that's been very helpful. And, um, maybe it's before we go to bed. Oh, Hey, actually, I think I have a bunch of calls or a big call tomorrow open it up and we talk through that and kind of plan through it. And so that's been a helpful tip or helpful, uh, approach we've taken. That's helped cool. kind of manage the work from life, uh, work from home life and expectations, expectations. Yep. Yep. Uh, and Lauren's just been amazing. She's like, she comes in and, and checks on me. Like if I'm working too late at one point or like around the time I usually get off, like, Hey, it's getting close. Are you almost done? I'm like, yes, thanks for checking. Like, so going back to that Joshua, I feel like that, that is like, I need to commit to a certain time. I kind of mm -hmm. like have this gray, like, or this window, like, ah, oh, between on a good day, three thirty, on a bad day, five, you know? So I, I should just commit to like no later than this, unless it's an exception um, sure. that I've clearly communicated. And, um, yeah. So I, yeah, it's been, working through some of those struggles of having, having your work at home and creating some of those boundaries and, and what recently we've, we've implemented. I've, I had, I took a new role at my work and it's been a little bit more demanding. So the learning curve of still trying to prioritize family, I, right. I still try and commit to, okay, don't work past five. Um, cool. I try and shoot for like four, four thirty, And at that point, if I still have work to do that, I know I need to get done. I'll just right. clock out at the point or just shut the computer down and then go in the home or go in my house, spend time with the kid family. And sure. And then once the kids are down, once Lauren, like once everyone's asleep, I'm a night owl. So I'll just sign back in and get that there done. So I, I make a block of time. Like I'm not going to work, but I'll sure. work later if I have to. Um, right. So that's, I mean, it's not the greatest, like you, your work is at home. Like you, you bring work home. Right. It's at home, but, but you're making time uh, for your family. And, yeah, and then and doing what you have to do as, uh, as a, as a dad, as a remote working dad, where you're giving your time to your family and then you have that time where hey, I still got to get work done. <laughs> yep. Yep. Cool. Great job. You're doing great. Ooh, it's one yeah, day it's when we get a time. Yes. Yeah. I think about that for myself too. There's a, there's a time that I have told Cosmo, I try to come, I try to leave at. Sometimes I'm better at it. Sometimes I'm not, but I try to stick to, and then when I'm home, be home. And this last week has been the same example. Like I've had to, once the kids are down, I have to get mm -hmm. that extra work in. So just making those boundaries, communicating clearly with your spouse. Hey, this is a hard, this is a more full week, busy week, or mm -hmm. Hey, can, can I have some help here? Whatnot I think is key for marriage, <laughs> just communication. Right. Right. <laughs>
clear Whether communication. Or not, it's just, yeah. yeah. All right. A little lighthearted, more lighthearted question. What would you say has been one of the funniest things your kids have said or done recently, or possibly just even dad, any dad fails that you just want to freely admit on the rad dad show that you've, that has happened Ooh. recently. Okay. Uh, first one was, um, funny, some, fu something funny that's happened. You said, yeah. If anything comes to um, mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd say that, I mean, I feel like every day they say something funny right yeah. now, but one that comes to mind, I feel like a bigger one was recently, uh, it was with Kellen. I think Kitra might've still been napping or something. Kellen's, I walk into the house, Kellen's like eating, has a plate of food and the, the plate just had like maybe like a PBJ on it or so. I don't uh -huh. know, just like some type of savory meal yep. uh, substance. And then on the counter, there's a cut I of I love that a PB and J is a savory meal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it wasn't a snack, like dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was eating some lunch or dinner. I don't know. Um, and there's strawberries on the count on the kitchen counter, and and I walk in and I'm like, oh, bud, do you want your strawberries? Like, want me to put your strawberries on? Or I put them on yeah. this plate. Like, well, here, here's your strawberries. Thinking Lauren forgot about them or something, and and he was like, he was like, oh, m mom's gonna say. Of course you gave him the strawberries. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, the fact that he just said that and like in a tone like Lauren has said before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She, he's yeah, heard it before. Of course she did, you know? Like he repeated it and like right. what he's heard Lauren say before. Like, Dad, Little sponges. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact he's, I was like, oh, was I not supposed to give you these? Did mom say right, not? Right, yep. And then Lauren comes down like, you put the strawberries on this? I'm like, sorry. <laughs> like, but he did say something really looking funny. at you. I told you. Yeah, I, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a funny one recently. Um, and then the second question was something a dad. Any fell? dad fails? Yeah, well, you might uh, be perfect, Aaron. I'm not going to put it past you. No, so you might not uh, have any. So I, I'm thinking of Kellen again. Um, so I recently started cutting. Well, I've been cutting his hair. Let's say for the past year. Okay. The guys are some, I don't know if you've ever tried cutting, uh, your not yet. Kids. I do plan on it though. Okay. He is, Kellen's a moving target and it's just like so hard. And then he has this, he's very particular. So if a hair falls on his like shoulder <laughs> and like starts like getting it, like, what the fuck? so his haircuts definitely are butcher cuts. Uh, yeah. he looks like Joe dirt sometimes. And, <laughs> I feel like that is a dad fail for me. I'm like, you know, I mean, should I just pay the 25 bucks where he sits in like right, a cool right, right, car right. chair? It's a professional looking thing. But you're done. saving some money. Saving, saving money. Good, I good enjoy it. I, right. I remember cutting some guy's hair back in college. Um, yeah. And I, I like, I think it was Woody. Like I would cut Woody's hair. His was easy. You just shave the sides right the top. But, yep. Um, but yeah. Um, so Kellen, that's probably my dad's fail. Just bad haircuts for him. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, I think. You and gotta have some good mom. dad, bad haircuts or mom. My mom would cut my hair. <laughs> and I remember my coach saying, who butchered your hair? And I was like, mom is not cutting my hair again. Except that was when I was in high school. So that changed. Oh, high school. <laughs> Maybe junior high. Maybe junior high. Yeah, I'm like, he's little. I'm, I'm, people aren't looking yeah. too close. They're like, they'll give me some grace. I love Leslie cool. Sherman, but <laughs> I love it, wasn't, it wasn't her best skill. <laughs> Good cool. stuff. Uh, all right, cool. Moving on. So uh, another unique thing about the McCalmonts is that you guys have uh, lived in three states, I think, in the last six years. Does that sound about right? Yep. Yep. What are, what would you say are three to four kind of do's or don'ts you would give to parents or dads that are moving to a different state, uh, just, or, or just moving in general? Yeah. Again, kind of stages of when we left Cal San Diego, uh, we moved from San Diego to Arizona 2019, just, uh, I think Lauren was pregnant. So that was a little, that was one stage of moving. Right. Uh, but I had some friends that helped, um, and then moving from Arizona to Idaho. So those are the three states, California, Arizona, right. Idaho, Arizona, Idaho. We had two under 
two or two three and under i don't know it was right it was right hectic that kids were definitely running around and yeah um a lot more we had we had can uh acquired having two kids now so our our storage of our packing packing got a lot crazier so t- uh do's and don'ts um i would say do from one actually that comes to mind i definitely do is get a cleaner uh okay. because for us at least we we've done the self-cleaning at the end when you get everything out and right. clean the house yourself but then we've done the just pay for it and, and let someone else do it. And it was that worth it. Literally, was so worth the money for us. It okay. just so especially. I mean, for now, now as a parent, it's like it was just we were so tired at the end of right. packing the house and and having little ones. In order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just nice to like you know well, well this was worth it for us to just pay yep. someone to clean and uh, someone actually gifted that to us at one oh, cool. point. One of the moves like. Let, let, I'll just pay for this to have it have it done. So, and that was a huge blessing. And yeah, so I would say save your energy for like the unpacking eventually yep. from U-Haul or whatever. Like just let let get out of the house, let someone clean it, let someone else clean it, pay for it. Yeah, that would be a deal. Um, another one that comes to mind that maybe this is personal experience is we when we bought some of our homes, like it. I felt like I was very uh, short term, like focused or like, hmm. Oh, I want to move here because it's closer to the office now. Like right. <laughs> no longer. So it's like, I was thinking very uh, short term and not sure. long term enough. And I would definitely recommend to anyone who's moving, like, and maybe you just are considering you know, moving. Yeah. Or considering moving, like spend some time thinking if you have like certain areas you're looking at, like, right. Think, short term and long term and maybe you're already doing that but i i know i wish i would have known that Hmm. and some of those moves like don't just think about or you don't get wooed by like oh my gosh but this area is right next to this really cool coffee shop or you know know, um at the moment because you got to think long term as well um, right and just think long term for a second but like really think about the long term of how that would uh, be a good fit for you and your family but I've heard too, like my brother moved to Tennessee and he he, a big thing he was looking at was just schools. So like where they will go for, you know, high school, junior high and how are the school districts? How are they ranked? Right. Because that, that's going to impact like neighborhoods to nicer neighborhoods <laughs> or just, or maybe just safer neighborhoods that you want to live right. in. So, so kind of looking up those ratings of school districts and right. um, can help kind of narrow down maybe where you want to be long-term yep that was one we definitely looked into like school districts was definitely a high priority for us um but even yeah thinking school districts other things and um and then grandparents is the last thing that comes to mind like if you have grandparents i mean my parents were huge help in our most recent move i don't know how we could have done it without them right they ended up taking the kids and driving them in our minivan all the way from arizona to idaho and let lauren and i take the u-haul like just the last few days to just get things done and take the U-Haul up. But, um, yeah, yeah. friends and family, uh, that's a pretty obvious one. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's invaluable for sure. Especially (laughs) when they're people that you know and you love and have similar values as you like that you want influencing your kids growing up is Mm -hmm. you, you can't, you can't beat that. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, moving on. Um, I know your faith in Jesus has played a large skill, a large role in your life. What would you say God is teaching you now through, uh, marriage, kids, and family? Ooh, good question. Yes. I feel like faith, man, that, that is the biggest factor of my life. Um, it's, changed everything about my life um, and has given me the direction and, and the blessings I have. I, uh, I'd say um, right now, I feel like what God has been teaching me, I've been trying to memorize a, a verse. We just, we're so going back to church. We're, we're going through Genesis right now. And uh, one of the sermons recently was on marriage, like the beginning of marriage, Adam and Eve, mm. like, 
they tied that in. And, and since that sermon, I've been trying to memorize a verse about, um, you're like we're called to love our wives like Christ loved us. Right. Mm-hmm. And what's, how's Christ like, he was so self selfless. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Philippian, oh, I should know this, uh, Philippians two, three, and four do nothing out of right. selfish conceit, selfish ambition and conceit. conceit. Yeah. But, uh, think of others above yourself or, uh, and then put others needs or don't look just to your own needs, but put other needs, uh, or look to others' needs as well. Totally butchered it, but that—that's the concept of. Right. Uh, don't just consider yourself. Like, be self. Look, how can you um, put more, your wife's needs above yourself? And how even like your kid? Like, are you, am I so selfish that I'm I'm so focused on like my needs, my wants, you know? Or am I loving Lauren like Christ called me to love her and and serving my ki- like kids or being a, a dad that's taking interest in them and sure. And, wanting to to be show selfless love to them as well um so that's been a big thing i feel like god's been working on me is just more of that selfless love and 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 scripture memory i I feel like it was a big aspect of my life back at cbu and then now i think you've actually encouraged me recently got the the bible scripture memory thing back and um and then i feel like just with uh, kids it's thing that the Lord has kind of pressed in me from, I think from an early on, early on stage with parenting is never hold them so tight. Like they, they're God's children. Like God gave us them as like stewards. I've always like, sure. Tried to look at and like, I think it's a verse in Psalms or Proverbs where like it talks about you grow them up. Like they should, your kids are to be shot out like arrows. Like I, I want that mindset of uh, raising Kellen and Kitcher up in the way they should go to know the Lord and, and uh, and then shoot them out into the world to be lights and, and salt yeah, and light. Yeah, right, and, right. And, um, yeah, and just be good stewards of them. Um, not, oh my gosh, they're like, like I never like I get that, and I think the motherly instinct is like I want them to stay in my, my nest. Um, dads, I feel like at least my dad was like, yeah, no, you, good luck, like you're right. eighteen, or whatever the case was. Good old Albert. Uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, and I, I, not to say I, I want my kids to, to be close, but also if, if the Lord calls them to, to the mission field or to be in another city outside of where we're at, like that's, I got to be okay with that. Um, sure. And, um, and I want to prepare them for whatever their, their journey, um, wherever their journey leads. So, sure. Um, thank goodness that's not yet. You know, you still have some great years yeah. that you are no, preparing them and raising them up and enjoying the season, which is the pro of this season is you get to have them and steward them and love them for a good yeah. number of years still before that happens. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I feel like uh, right now we we got plugged into our church pretty um, off right off the bat when we moved up here and then got plugged into a, a small group. And I. I mean, of course, corporate church is great. You should commit to going to sun on Sundays every week if you can, right? But yep. even more, like when you get plugged into a, a small group or a life group or whatever the church may call it, that's what I feel like where I've seen the most growth, like personally, right. and, and where like we're called to like love one another. You really get to do those one another's with each other and be around like-minded people. And, and just recently, someone shared in our life group about like there's a bunch of parents in our life group, um, and there's some retirees and. It's a good diverse group, but I think it was someone who was one of the, I think he was, he's, yeah, he's 60 and he shared something about like being imitators uh, or like your kids are, should be imitating you and how are you, are you worthy to be imitated? Like, and that was like kind of a challenge of like, are we walking, is our Lauren and I walking in a, in a right. manner worthy um, of Christ and, and do we want, would we feel brat? proud of our kids imitating how we're uh, kind of portraying mm. our life or things we're uh, living our lives out as. And um, so that's definitely another one I'd say just that whole imitation. Uh, like we want our kids to um, imitate us, right? Hopefully if it, uh, we're pursuing the Lord and, and right. uh, growing and, but yeah. So yeah, I think we've, we've definitely talked about habits and how kids mm-hmm. watch our habits and imitate our habits. 
mm-hmm. and the things they see that we can do. So like, like I drink coffee every morning, Pax and my son knows I drink coffee and like, so anytime we see a coffee place, he says that data, data coffee. <laughs> it's just a good thing to reflect on like, what things are they associating to you and how am I pointing them to Jesus in my habits? Cause they yeah. will imitate me and therefore mm-hmm. hopefully imitating the Lord as I try to become more like him. So it's just, right. it's a good thing to, can be, can, can be convicting, but also a good thing just to kind of talk with your spouse about like, how are we doing this? And right. yeah, growing in that. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Totally convicting. And like, if, if we're not being like the fruits of the spirit come to mind, like if we're not being right. uh, joyous or like, how, how they know to, how to love, if we're not being yeah, right. loving or patient or kind or gentle, self-control, like all those things, like we should be reflecting that and growing in those ways to hopefully our kids seeing that and imitating them or learning them. And yeah. Great. Cool. So you said being kind of being a part of, um, of a local church and mm-hmm. thinking about your habits, imitating, um, mm-hmm. and or, what was one of the other ones? The arrow, like being good right. stewards, like being time you stewards. have with your kids, like being good steward of them. And, um, and then the first one and was, scripture. Oh, that verse of, yeah. Philippians two, three, and four, I believe, um, about, being selfless uh, for your spouse, for your kid. Like, yeah. Cool. Putting yeah, others putting in their needs. needs. Awesome. Uh, close this out, Aaron. Uh, if you could give kind of just three tips or advice to any dads or parents listening uh, to this episode, what would you say that you feel like could be kind of three kind of anchor points that like, man, if I didn't get anything out of this episode, <laughs> hopefully they do. Uh, I got those things or one or even one thing. Huh. <clears throat> three takeaways thinking back on some highlights of what we talked about or some questions. Um, I think a big thing right now, going back to like the, what, what the Lord has been doing in my life. Big thing is just that whole more is caught than taught. Um, like you using that example of like, um, Paxton seeing you drink coffee and, you know, he's like, dad drinks coffee. Like I've re- read some things recently, like, kids like more like and maybe it was uh another rad dad i, I ended up doing or buying the um what's his name uh dad dad academy yeah i think yep. in the first chapter it's maybe that's where i saw the quote where like more is caught than taught hmm. um not to say you, you you still should strive for um teaching right but it's just that reminder like we our kids are constantly watching us and i, I read another quote or read something else probably on social media it was like the things your kids are learning from you without you probably even really uh, knowing it was like your relationship with technology uh how you Mm. handle frustration how you deal with like conflict or how you ask for forgive like these like these concepts or these real life situations like your kids are like watching how you are gonna handle these things and and it was just a good reminder. Like they're constantly watching. And if more is, if that saying's true, more is caught than taught. Like I need to be more mindful and, and aware of what I'm doing subconsciously and what they're observing and right. what I'm teaching them through my actions. Um, so what you're prioritizing pro- really. <laughs> right. Right. That's, and that, where do you spend like, your time most? Yeah. And someone, uh, my small group recently said like, like, do you prioritize church or do you prioritize like saying like, Oh, we'll just skip church this weekend. The, right. The chargers are playing. Like I really want to, you know, like then your kids see like, Oh, church is optional. And like, you know, sure. like, I, right. That's yeah. I just, there's some things like your kids are watching what you prioritize, what you, how you respond to things that, you know, so more, more than is caught than tied. Definitely say is one of the takeaways. If you didn't get anything else out of this episode, yep. which Maybe not. Maybe it was just a session for you That's and good. I just kept up and uh, and then kind of along those same lines. I feel like just the one thing that the Lord has taught me that I had a misconception of with parenting is is the whole idea of discipline. And I always mm. thought of discipline as like you know punishment, like penalties or. I don't know if that's from a sports background or maybe what how I was raised. I don't know, but 
I I went through like a a parenting course that our another church was was giving like on like a Tuesday night or something. There was like some parenting course, <clears throat> and we went through this like book video series and and one of the the lessons was on like I think the title of it was like uh, discipline is not spelled punishment or something like that and hmm. and that misconception we have and like how we should look forward to discipline uh, because discipline in, in and of itself is like teaching your children. Um, right. And like, how cool is that? We have this, the next 18 years and probably really only the next, really the, I think I've heard like the first 12 years is where the most impact is. And then, hmm. um, so like, how are we disciplining our kids in the, like the way they should go and, and how they're bent and like how, we're helping them and teaching them. Like when Kellen pushes us, like not just like go to your, you know, it's like, right. That's a teachable moment. I want to, I want to discipline well in that. And like taking advantage of those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Like why was that wrong? Push or why was that wrong to say it's something like that? Like, te- like they don't know. Like they, you, it was, I just watched Kellen take a drink out of a, or I had to teach him how to drink out of a, a, uh, water fountain today i'm like you, you just don't realize you have to teach like how much right you have to learn and and more importantly like the life lessons and and the values and um yeah just really trying to be intentional uh or looking at discipline from that lens it's like you should look forward to that and, sure. and how you can teach your kids um in those moments right um and then and I guess with like trying to think about one more so tying to the title of the episode, Remote Dad, I just encourage like all all those out there who are working remote, which is probably a lot of us now, um, this post COVID era. Um, like we don't have a commute, right? People who work right. from home don't have that commute and I love that you seem to use your your commutes intentionally. Like I love when I get a phone call from you on your the way home from work and there's some things I miss about that, right? There's benefits of like just kind of decompressing from the day, the stress sure, of that. Sure. Um, and now that just looks different. Like I've talked to Lauren, with Lauren about this. Like, do you mind if I like right when I clock out some days, like to just go on a run to like have that, dis- like, like I, I don't run more than a mile usually. Um, but just one to like get that physical exercise. Cause I think that's going to benefit your family just to be more mm-hmm. active and have, good health and um or just what's that new that extra time you have now that you work from home how are you using that intentionally sure Um, so i think it's just across the board like your health (laughs) mentally physically and and your family for your family Mm -hmm. 100 percent. i think physical health is more important than we realize uh like it impacts our marriage impacts how we parent like when we're exhausted or not in good health, like I feel like it's easier to fall into temptation of just sitting on the couch, you know, or, but when you're physically active, you have more energy you have. And like, you should, you should have the goal in mind to get more active to like have more time for your parents and, or your parent, uh, to have more time as a parent to like invest right. in your kids or be there for your wife. Like, so how do you, can I serve Lauren better? Um, cause I have mm-hmm. more energy, like, you know, totally. So yeah. That plays into like, it. Yeah. So, be cool. intentional with your extra time you have with your virtual commute. Um, so awesome. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, would you mind? Uh, well, before, before uh, I have you close this out in prayer, I just wanted to say thank you for being down to be our remote dad episode. Uh, you are doing great. You are a great brother to many, many people and you have sharpened me in my faith and encouraged me in my daily walk and in my marriage and uh, I think your kids are great, and that speaks to your parenting and you and your wife. Um, and uh, so just really proud of you. Keep it up. You're doing great. You're in the thick of it, just like you said. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy this season as uh, in the, the thick of it of, you know, toddler preschool age is challenged, but there's also so many sweet moments. So, uh, would you mind praying for any, uh, dad listeners out there who are, uh, listening tonight? Yeah, absolutely. But before I jump into prayer, I just want to also just say, uh, well done. I just love that you took this idea and ran with it. And I can't imagine all the guys you've already blessed, all the dads out there, you've already blessed and their marriages and their kids, the trickle down effect. And, uh, it's just, 
it's amazing. It's definitely been beneficial for me. I've, I think I've listened to every single episode and just Dang. whether I, Thanks, I remember man. every single word from every single, you know, it's uh, our memories aren't that great. I wish, but the fact that it's just, you, you're putting this out there and giving us enough dads, another Avenue to, uh, just keep your mind on things above. I feel like that sure. in itself, like spending 45 minutes to listen to your pot, like this podcast is, is so fruitful and just in that uh, keeping priorities uh, in, the, in the right way. It's a lot better than sitting on the couch and watching sure, a game sure, for yeah. 45 minutes. It, not to say that there's a time and place for that, but I appreciate right. you uh, creating this, this podcast and blessing many dads out there. So keep it up. Uh, we love you and thanks. So thanks for saying that. Man. All right. Yep. Heavenly father. Uh, we're just humbled to to be approaching you, God, to to know you, to call you our Father, to be known by you uh, through your Son and in the workings that He has done on the cross to to make a way for us to know you, um, God. We are just so grateful for uh, the privilege it is to be a father, uh, to be able to know you, and what uh, the perfect Father was or is in your character and how you have given us your word to, to, to learn and to strive to, uh, to be more like you and ultimately bless our, our families with, um, as we, we just continue to strive to, to know you more and, and reflect your characteristics and strive just to look like more like you each and every day. Uh, God, as you have placed so many dads in different scenarios and, and work environments or the, the, the fathers who are, finding themselves in a remote setting, I just pray over them that you'd help them to just be intentional with their time, um, that you give them the wisdom and discernment they need to, uh, to create boundaries uh, and to uh, continue to communicate with their spouses and, and continue to prioritize what, what needs to be prioritized, Lord, uh, that is their kids, that is their marriage, that is you. Um, so, Father, we just pray for, uh, again, for all that you're doing in our lives and just thank you so much for, for rad dads and for Micah and what he's doing and, um, and just helping us all um, just glorify you and all we do in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Amen.